Hello everybody and welcome to the Ethereal podcast. This week we are kicking things off with our Agony Ann section. We have a fantastic team of Agony Anns headed by Clara who are here to answer your questions every single week. We have Leah, Kat, Kim, Gurdev and Ellie. Bear in mind this is our first podcast and it was recorded remotely and it's a little bit choppy but we do hope that you enjoy it. We hope to get better and better as the weeks go on. So enjoy this episode. Dear Agony Ant, any advice for homesickness? Hey, I'm living in France this year for Erasmus, so I certainly can relate to feeling homesick sometimes. I think it's important to remember that feeling homesick, although people experience it on varying levels, is a totally normal thing and not a weakness whatsoever. However, having said that, it's essential to not let the feeling take over your life, so these are a few tips that definitely helped me. Firstly, I try and keep busy and try to get myself into a little routine. Obviously, it is so much tougher to keep busy during a lockdown when there's so little that we're actually allowed to do. However, I have found making a to-do list every morning, even including things such as shower, although seemingly insignificant, can give a great sense of accomplishment and structure to your day when you take them off. As for routine, every morning I try to start off with a cup of tea or hot chocolate or coffee and find that nice start to my day really helps me out of bed, especially on days when I'm less motivated or feeling a little bit more homesick than usual. Secondly, don't forget about FaceTime. I would recommend setting up regular FaceTime calls to your friends and family. It's so nice to actually see people's faces when you're catching up with them and it instantly melts the homesickness away. However, I definitely think it is important to strike a balance with the regularity of the calls. They can sometimes make you hyper aware of how homesick you are. Also, you don't want a situation arising where you're talking on FaceTime more than physically to people around you and this holds you back from making new friends or going outside of your comfort zone. Then there's exercise and self-care. I'm trying to weave elements of self-care such as journaling my emotions and meditation into my morning routine. This helps me simply get out of my own head, distract myself and focus on the present. It forces me to get off my phone for a while, which I find helpful to clear my head. Also, even if I don't feel like moving, doing some form of exercise like yoga or going for a walk outside with a podcast on automatically puts me in such a positive mood after. No matter how much I find I really don't want to get up and exercise, it's something I never regret doing. There are also so many Irish podcasts out there that can make you feel so much closer to home despite the fact you're abroad. Don't forget about your home comforts either. When you're cooped up in your college room, it helps to print pictures of your family and your friends to hang on your wall to make it more homely. Little things like having food that you would usually have at home or watching your favourite Netflix series can give a sense of familiarity that will ease homesickness. Finally, I would say talk to someone. If you're really struggling with how you feel, talking to someone you trust is a great way of rationalising your own emotions to yourself and stopping you from feeling overwhelmed. Just remember, everyone has felt a tinge of homesickness at some point of their lives and will understand. Don't be too hard on yourself. This has been such a strange year and everyone is longing for some sense of familiarity. Things can only improve. Agnes. friend I loved him. He doesn't feel the same. I was kind of expecting it because he had been distancing himself recently, but to actually hear him say it hurt so much. I feel as though I've lost something huge. I feel really safe and comfortable when I'm around him, but that's over. I'm heartbroken and lonely and I really want to talk to someone, but I feel so isolated. I don't know what to do. This is a delicate situation and I can understand why you're feeling so heartbroken. You're extremely brave to have spoken so openly and in the long term, it's better that you know the truth about how he feels. So many people only wish to have your honesty and courage, so allow yourself that small comfort as well. But please don't isolate yourself after something like this. 
I'd recommend you reach out to your closest friends and family members who can help you shoulder the heartbreak. These things can be so difficult, especially now with COVID, so you should allow yourself to be minded. You may just find that your vulnerability from this situation brings you closer to other people. I'd recommend you take a break for a while as well and focus on some nourishing self-care. Maybe go for walks, try some short meditations and start journaling your feelings to help you process. I know for me that writing down exactly how I feel can do wonders for clearing my head. Then, maybe when you feel ready, you could approach the boy to have a conversation about how you feel and if you both want to maintain the new, evolving friendship. Although, do remember to put yourself first and check in whether the friendship is still healthy and beneficial for you. I'm 100% a firm believer in what's meant for you won't pass you, so don't give up on love. The right person is out there waiting for you. I'll give you constantly upsets me well past the point of only banter it got to the stage where he had to choose between them and me and while he chose me i can't help but feel so guilty at what's happened any advice this is an awful situation to find yourself in and i hope you're doing okay what i can tell you what the right thing to do is i can shed light on a few aspects that can be sometimes harder to see when you're directly involved in something so i'm going to start with the friend no one has a right to make anyone feel less than adequate There will always be people we don't click with in life and that's normal. But in these situations, you don't have to be fake, but you equally don't have a right to be rude. You treat them with respect and get on with your day. And if you've nothing nice to say, simply don't say anything at all. From an outsider's perspective, I can't help but feel that there's an underlying reason for their demeanor. And it's not that they dislike you as a person. Could they be jealous that your boyfriend now has less time for them because he chooses to spend more time with you? Could they want a relationship or have been in a relationship in the past and got hurt and are hurting seeing you too happy? Equally, there could be family, friendship, personal things going on in their life that you don't know about. It's not an excuse for their actions nor a reason for them to be unkind, but a potential reason other than them disliking you as a person because I just can't see someone acting like that over simply disliking another. For your boyfriend, well, this part is simple. End of the day, your boyfriend saw what was going on and saw it from both sides and he made the decision and chose to pick you. No one wants to see someone close to them upset, especially when the cause is their own friend. He did the right thing in confronting the situation and while it was tough to choose between two important people in his life, that situation seemed to be inevitable. I think you also have to step into his shoes for this one. Regardless of how wrong this friend was, your boyfriend has still lost someone close. You shouldn't feel guilty because it was his choice, but remember that it is still hard, especially when the cause of the fallout was external. If he ever misses them or checks up on them, please remember that that's normal. And sometimes it's not the person you miss, but the familiarity. It's hard to cut people out of your life and sometimes it's easier to look back with rose-tinted glasses and only remember the good than see the bad. And finally, you. While feeling guilty shows you care, it's not something you should be feeling in this situation because you've nothing to be guilty about. You need to be your own priority and take care of yourself. Worry and guilt and playing scenarios over and over in your head will drain you. Despite feeling bad now, remember that time does heal all and know the right decision has been made if you feel better than you did when the friend was in your life. If you don't feel any better and feel equally awful just in a different way, maybe the best thing to do would be sit down with your boyfriend and his friend and talk it out. 
It might make everything perfect, but it might make things more civil and at least you try to make amends. Maybe even just suggest it to your boyfriend and see where it goes from there. A very long-winded answer, but I hope it's given a new perspective. And I hope that you do what's right for you. Lots of love, your Agni Aunt. Have you any advice for making friends in college? I haven't found my group in first or second year. I understand completely how you feel. I haven't really found many friends in college either. I think what's really important is keeping a positive attitude and being grateful for the people you do have around you. I know this is so much easier said than done, especially when you're seeing everyone else with their group of friends having the college experience you thought you would have. Just remember that you are not alone in this. There are plenty of other people who feel the exact same way as you. NUIG actually have a CARA scheme for people who are in this situation and the hump day Hooli which has speed friending too. I found taking part in team sports has helped and joining societies is another great way to find like-minded people. With this year being so isolated, just putting yourself out there and expanding your comfort zone to meet new people will help. Hope this helped from your agony aunt. So that's everything for this week. Um, just a massive thank you to anyone that has sent in questions. Um, it means the world to us that people are really getting involved in Ethereal. Um, and also a massive thank you to our Agony Ants for answering your questions this week. Um, we're hoping to make this a weekly feature, so be sure to send in your questions and of course they'll be anonymous. Um, thank you all for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Thank you.